Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Thursday morning. Hope you liked the music this morning and hopefully it got you pumping and a going and a dancing and a hopping and uh, <laughs> ready to get your day going in the right direction. Let's see what we got watching this morning. We got Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little. Amy said that music will really get you going this morning. Well, I hope so. Hopefully it will. And uh, that and a good old cup of coffee. So. <laughs> And uh, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy, Mike Yensley, Kelly Jeanette Swift. So appreciate you all watching it for Honeycut. So appreciate you all tuning in and joining me this morning. All right, my friends. And by the way, of course, uh, that is Fortress of Light uh, that we were playing or that I was playing. I don't have multiple personalities <laughs> that uh, that I was playing uh, at the beginning. That's our FLBC in-house band, in case you're uh, wondering. All right, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Alrighty. Praise the Lord for, as always, to have the freedom to be able to do those pledges each morning. And uh, praise God that uh, we have that ability. There's a lot of people in this world who would love to be able to have what we have. And uh, that's one reason why we have uh, so many people killing themselves to, to illegally cross the border. And then again, you got a lot of terrorists who are doing the same thing as well. But anyway, that brings us to Mad Max uh, <laughs> news and comment. Uh, boy, guys and gals, of course... Um, uh, one, of course, the big several hot topic issues. Of course, the one one of the bigger ones is uh, Disney going woke and removing any type of gender uh, roles at their theme parks. It just blows my mind. Whether they like it or not, we're all we're in the human race. We're all male or female, whether they like it or not. I don't care if you identify with a daggone fence post. You're still born either a man or a woman. There's just no, you know, it's, it's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And if you think you're anything else but that, then you have a severe mental illness. You need help spiritually, mentally, emotionally to deal with those issues to think that you're something that you're not. Uh, you know, it is, uh, 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 shoot, there's a name for the mental disorder uh in fact there's even a king in the bible who thought he was a cow and um so you know there we this stuff cannot be supported and 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 uh, treated as if it's some sort of normality when it's anything but uh we've got to start standing up and i want to tell most people are pretty mad and upset and pushing back and said they're done with disney and i hope they are i hope nobody goes and they just have to shut the doors as all to this asinine stupidity that they are pushing out there. I, I don't understand this push uh, to try to uh, uh, indoctrinate children and to push this propaganda. Let little girls be little girls. Little boys be little boys. Let them have uh, little girls be the fantasy of, of princesses and and uh, little boys to be knights and warriors. What's wrong with that? You know, there's nothing in the world wrong with it. And uh, you know, the thing of the matter is, 
when it comes to LGBTQ top situations, that only affects, I get this now, less than 0.3% of the nation. But if you, by watching Hollywood, oh, you think it was the majority. That there's so many people dealing with it. There's not. It's just, it's it's nuts, man. And then you've got uh, Hillary Clinton. Ugh, I don't know the word, almost, the name almost sticks in my mouth. Um, she's only being fined uh, for her treasonous acts and how she was uh, uh, trying to... Uh, push this uh, Russia dossier as she was spying on Trump. That woman needs to be put in jail. I mean, her and her lousy husband both need to be put in prison. Her husband on Epstein's Island uh, numerous times with underage girls. He's a lowlife, man. These people need to be in prison. And you talk about just, uh, you know, they're like Teflon. You know, it just makes you wonder what kind of dirt they have on everybody uh, that they uh, keep their fannies out of jail. And then you got Russia, who they're trying to claim now that Putin doesn't even know what his soldiers are going through. They even shot down one of their own planes. <laughs> so, uh, what a mess and a nightmare that is. But nonetheless, but um, yeah, Amy says, uh, God makes no mistakes. That's for sure. Amen to that. Hello, Terry Hutchinson. Good morning. But exactly, God don't make mistakes. The only thing that's happened is the devil has tried to pervert what God has uh created and what he has ordained and what he has made and uh, man we got to push back and it's it's sickening it really is uh, it, uh, uh this guy on twitter was uh giving me a hard time yesterday about it and uh i just push it right back on him and because uh, i don't put up with it i'm i'm not like you know, i've had people say you're not like a lot of pastors no i, I probably not i i uh, i don't take a lot of stuff off of nobody and uh i just say it like it is and uh, good or bad, and that's just my personality. But then again, I learned it from the master himself, so <laughs> my father. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. James five sixteen through 18. Therefore, confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and heaven gave rain, and the earth bore its fruit. All right. Praise the Lord, and praise God for this good word. And, uh, you know, you can't underestimate the power of prayer. You know, I've talked to a lot of people out there who are dealing with the various issues, whether it's personal mental, emotional, uh, physical ailments, uh, dealing with uh, their uh, pain that children may be causing them. You know, once, uh, I've always said it seemed like it was so much easier when my kids were younger. Uh, I knew where they were at. It was, you know, they were just in the room playing, and, you know, it seemed like it's such a simpler time now that they're growing up and wanting to go out and about and do what they want to. I worry about them more. And sometimes your kids can cause you more pain as they get older than they ever did when they were smaller. But uh, but I, one thing that we have to understand, and uh, you may be fully aware of, but do not underestimate the power of prayer. I think some people think of prayer as wishful thinking. You know, boy, I sure hope this happens. You know, I think some people treat God and uh, like a, a genie in a bottle. You know, they put God in a box and uh, they hope for the best and don't really believe 
in that power of prayer. You know, there's some things going on right now that I'm really trying to pray hard about, you know, and uh, and praying for the Lord's leading and that he may open doors or close doors or, you know, and and it's nothing, you know, like career related unlike yet, but, uh, you know, we're thinking about uh, trying to trade vehicles and and I am notorious for making the the worst decisions when trading a car. I, I you know, I always think I'm making the right decision, and I always screw it up somehow, some way. And I'm just like, Lord, please, please, just, you know, help me to, to finally get a good vehicle that's not going to give me a, a load of trouble, you know. And so uh, praying hard about that and uh, just uh, and, and how to lead the church and things like that. And, you know, in fact, I've got some ideas. I was thinking about putting one out there. I don't know how. I'll just put it out there now. Uh, and I may make a post later, kind of get put some feelers out there. I've been playing around with the idea of maybe doing a uh, uh, in-person uh, church service on a Saturday morning, say ten or eleven o'clock. Don't know if that would fly or not. Don't know if it'd be any interest or not. I'm not. Of course, we still do our regular Sunday morning service and and uh, our online Sunday and Wednesday. But I, I don't know. Just been playing around with the idea of possibly doing a saturday morning but i don't know what kind of interest it would be i know saturdays typically most people want to sleep in they want to get out and and uh, so that may uh, may not be of interest to anybody but i thought well you know it might be a kind of a uh, you know before we used to have two services a a, a 9 a.m and our 10 45 and now because of covid it's gotten to the point where we only just do the 10 45 and it just sickens me to see the lack of of uh, attendance even then but um so i don't know if that's something y'all think you might be interested in shoot me a message or a comment on here let me know i don't know if that uh yay or nay you know say nah that i don't think that'd work hey that's fine you know that, that, give me an idea but don't underestimate the power of prayer realize that god is bigger than anything that we ever have to deal with and we have to be careful to be sure that we don't get ahead of God. We're not trying to bend God's will to our own or submitting our will completely to him. We're leaning on him. We're trusting in him. You know, we just sitting there reading about Elijah. And, you know, and don't think, you know, here Elijah done used him to do great and mighty things, miraculous things. Just like we see here how uh, he didn't reign for six years and uh, uh, where he prayed about that. But yet he was fearful of Jezebel. Then again, who isn't fearful? What man is not fearful of the Jezebels in their life? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't hurt me, ladies. I'm just kidding. But, um, you know, it is. he was fearful of Jezebel. He battled depression, uh, anxiety. He had issues. He had to battle as well. You know, that's, a, that's why I've always been very open about uh, my walk with the Lord and my weakness in those very areas of depression and anxiety and it's areas that I have to really fight and my anger too. I have to really, really battle and fight. You know, my anger is not like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm out to uh, uh, just take a ball back to everybody I see. It's not like that. It's just, I have, you know, I'm trying to, I want to do what God wants me to do and uh, I don't want to be... I'm trying to curb my redneck tendencies, if that makes sense. You know, I'm trying hard to to try to think about situations before I respond or react. And uh, because I can be very impulsive, 
and I have to be very careful and I have to really rein that in. And that's what I'm talking about when I have to really battle my anger. It's not like I'm out there trying to, you know, I'm in a gang and I'm out to destroy, kill, steal, and destroy. You know, it's not like that. It's just I just want to really get a handle on this, this these, you know, uh, well, it's kind of like a, a Will Smith kind of thing. You know? He, you know, he acted impulsively. He should have thought about it. That was ridiculous and embarrassing. And, it, you know, it's just stupid what he'd done. And that's my problem. I do kind of stupid stuff like that. I have to really rein in. But my depression, I have to really work on that. I have to really not focus on those things that's going to bring me down. My anxiety, I have to really focus on uh, what the Lord says about anxiety and really just trust in Him. And either you believe in the power of prayer or you don't. Don't underestimate the power of the prayer of a mama. You know, after all, I told you all before about uh, Barry Mason and how he uh, was with the Hell's Angels and his his little mother would come in to the bars and places he'd be at and be praying for him and he'd, he said he'd be embarrassed and wander out of there and uh, she would not give up on him and because of the prayers of that woman, of his mother, uh, he turned his life over to the Lord and became a, a great evangelist. So don't underestimate, you know, it may take time. You know, here this his mother prayed and prayed for years before he turned his life around. You know, I think sometimes I think we feel like, well, I've prayed and prayed and prayed, not getting a response. I've prayed and prayed and prayed, not getting an answer. Because we are not waiting on the Lord. We want things in our own time. Everything is instantaneous. You know, you have instant mashed potatoes. You've got uh, microwave uh, food. You, you go to the restaurant, you order, you want it immediately. If you're like me, I order, and then I think it's my food that goes to the table beside of me, or it goes to a table that come in after me, and I'm like, what is going on? You know, I get I get the uh, the hangry kind of thing. So if I, I might take some roadhouse, just eat those rolls. I'm like, where's my food? You know, <laughs> I got to have my food. But uh, we want it right then, and uh, sometimes you just, the Lord's like, you just want to have to just wait a minute. You know, it's like Dad always said, you just need to cool it. And just wait just a minute and uh, see what's going to unfold and what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, we need to put away those worries and anxiety. You know, I know it's easy to wring your hands like, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, please, Lord, please, Lord, please, Lord, please, Lord. You know, it's just like that annoying child that I was. They say, Mom, 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 Mom. But then again, I did it to annoy her, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, please, Mom, please, Mom, please, Mom, please, Mom. Get off me! So, but you know, I, I just like to uh, torment her every chance that I got as a kid. But uh, hello, Eric Casey, Jennifer Corby Williams, Joe Sparks. Appreciate you joining in this morning. But we don't have to keep tormenting the Lord over and over with the the uh, the you know, praying. And there's nothing wrong to pray fervently, and it's nothing wrong to repeat a prayer but realize once we offer that prayer up to the lord we just got to let it go and it's like i said i know it's hard to do particularly when you've got anxiety over a situation but we just have to trust we got to give those requests up to the lord know that he is all powerful all knowing and all loving he is concerned about you he loves you and his will will be done. All things work together for good to those that love God, those who are called according to his purpose. Now, we may not always understand that, seeing how uh, evil this world is and uh, the, the effects of that sin on our lives in regards to we see terrible things happen in our society because of the uh, effects of sin. But on the, not on this side of on this side of heaven, we may not always understand it, but on the other side of heaven, these things will be revealed to us and we will understand but give those requests up to the Lord and know that he is nothing's too small and nothing's too big for the Lord. Even your biggest problem is still very minuscule to the things of God. We just got to give that. And that's not to minimize what you're going through. By no stretch of imagination. 
but let those requests be made known to God. You've got to talk to the Lord. See, it's a conversation. You know, it's not like a genie where you rub the bottle and you say, I wish, and that way for it to happen. It's that conversation with God the Father. As a child has a conversation with their father, we talk to him and we listen to him and we wait on him. And, you know, we pray for that discernment. You know, if you're trying to make the you know, decision for a purchase of a vehicle or you're trying to decide on a job or purchase of a home or whatever it may be, you know, trying to figure out what school to send your children or whatever it is, you've just got to pray for discernment. You know, do you have a piece about it? Is it biblical? Does it stay in your mind? You know, those are kind of three areas that you can kind of look at, to, you know, if you're going in the right direction or not. And if one of the three is out of whack, then Maybe that's not where you need to be, you know, but, uh, but pray for that discernment. Know that God is going to answer that prayer. And sometimes it's wait. Sometimes it's no. See, that's something we don't want to hear. No, you know, and particularly uh, if you're single and, and uh, you're trying to um, pursue a relationship with somebody and you're praying, hopefully you're praying about it. And uh, sometimes the answer is no. And, uh, and I've seen a lot of individuals think, well, I can change this person. Or I've done, uh, you know, talked to them in a premarital counseling situation and the person's not saved. And I'm like, this ain't going to work. I'm just telling you right now. You know, it, that's why the reason why God's word says not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, friendships or relationships. And you think you can avoid the issue of religion. You may be able to avoid the issue of politics, but it's going to come out and come around one way or the other. And I've seen it time and again, somebody who loved the church, loved going to church, and then they get married and they disappear. Don't see them again. And uh, it's sad. It really is to see that happen. And uh, it's happened many, many times uh, with individuals I've married. And I mean, I'm thinking of this one woman in particular, and he claimed the woman, the guy that she married claims to be saved. And I don't say that he's not. You may very well be. But she loved that church, said she wouldn't go anywhere else. She got married, and I think he had a... I don't think he liked it there, and I don't think he liked going there, and uh, they, they no longer attend. I hope they're going to church somewhere. I've seen where they've, you know, here, there, you know, different places every now and then, but I, I hope that he ain't pulled her out altogether. Don't know. But, um, but the thing of it is, we need to have that relationship with Jesus Christ, and if the answer is no, then we may not like it, and we may pitch a fit and throw a tantrum like a toddler. But we, sometimes it's no. And there's a reason why God says no. My kids may say, hey, I'm going to play in the middle of the road. And I say, no, you're not. You know, sometimes my daughter, now she's 18, she thinks she can just do whatever she wants to. And, uh, and she's, well, I'm 18. I said, as long as you're under this roof, you're going to do what I tell you. And sometimes I have to say no. And she don't like it. But, you know, she, uh, but I can, she don't under, she don't have the wisdom and the experience and the, and the understanding of the dangers uh, that can be out there. And I am a little too overprotective, but you get my point that there's a reason why I have to tell, say no. And there's a reason why God has to say no. And we may not understand it sometimes, but we have to accept it. And uh, sometimes it's wait and sometimes it's yes, but we, that's why we have to pray. We have to talk to God. A lot of times people say, I don't know how to pray. And I've told people many times, pull up a chair, pretend like Jesus is sitting there and just talk to him. You know, I think, and even myself included, I feel intimidated when I pray because, you know, you hear some of these pastors or other Christians out there and they have these big extravagant articulate prayers they say okay Matt you pray and I feel like a kindergarten praying but I like what the uh, 
the, the little illustration of the two little boys. Uh, one little boy is asked to pray, and uh, and, it, and the other boy looked at him after he got done and said, uh, well, that was awful or something like that and to that effect. And the other boy that was praying said, I wasn't talking to you. You know, that's the main thing. There's some people out there who put on a show. And uh, that's what they're, they're, it's not about, they're not praying to God. They're just putting on, they just want everybody to hear what they're saying. I pray to the Lord and I pray out of sincerity and, and I just talk to God and that's all he wants. And whether it sounds like in your mind, a, a kindergarten's prayer, or it may be a Billy Graham's kind of prayer, who knows? But it, as long as it's sincere and it comes from the heart and you're giving it to God, that's all that matters. But just talk to Jesus. That's all he wants. He just wants you to talk to him. Do not neglect that. That's only going to build and strengthen your relationship. Make sure you spend that proper time in prayer. So let us pray. And Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, help us every day to serve you well. Help us to never neglect our communication with you. Help us to share our thoughts, our ideas, our feelings uh, with you daily. And uh, Lord, help us to guide us and direct us, give us direction, give us peace, strengthen us, and encourage us. Help us not to be fearful. Help us, Lord Jesus, know that you're in control, to trust in you, to understand your strength, and understand that you are all-powerful. And, Lord, that you're going to take care of every little situation just as you take care of the birds of the air and the grass of the field. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray that you'll be with us, that you lead us, guide and protect us. Keep us safe and well till we meet again. Be with all those who are watching this morning. Be with our kids as they're going out and about and keep them safe and well. Lord, I pray that you be with this little boy, Braden, as he's uh, dealing with cancer treatment. I pray that you will uh, help him and, uh, Lord, continue to bless this family. Lord, I do pray that you be with Troy Hood and Tony Peters and uh, Ron Thompson. Lord, I pray that you be with us all and help us to serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I do appreciate you all for tuning in and watching this morning. And I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.